with us. Yes, thanks for listening or watching to the Assassin's Creed Valhalla podcast, Assassin's Cast episode 21. You put the question mark there, Jordan. I get why, because I screwed it up. We had two episode 20s. So now we're legitimately at episode 21. Yeah, Jordan, you're back. Hey, man. How's it going? Yeah, I, I put a question mark there because I thought we did 220. So if anyone out there has been following our numbers and realized we've botched them a little bit, I think it's fine. You know what? I'm going to. I'm just glad no. to be back now. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I checked it and it should be 21. So, uh, but yeah, I fought that the last time as well. So yeah, write in assassinscast.com. You fill out the form. Let us know if we're right or wrong. But Jordan, you, of course, went on a holiday break. How was it? It was really good. I went to uh, Mount Rainier National Forest or National Park. It's kind of like an enchanted forest out there. If, if any of you live in the United States or are visiting there, it's in the state of Washington, Northwest. And it's technically a volcano, but it looks like a mountain. And it's got some of the craziest big green trees blue rivers it's pretty like it's pretty insane so if you like outdoor stuff you should definitely find your way there i thought my uh, my theory that you were becoming a viking was more exciting though i mean i was <laughs> I, there was a river there okay i did do a few raids but um i decided yeah. to get past a few legal issues but i'm back now Nice, nice. Glad glad to have you back to, to talk about some real raids here in Valhalla. Um, I'm, of course, Jordan, Joe Raptor, and uh, every Saturday we post this Valhalla podcast for your enjoyment on every podcast service, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Woogly Woogly. Someone has to make that podcast service. It's a pretty good game. Uh, you can also download it on SoundCloud and, um, yeah, subscribe. Do all that jazz, it would really help us out. You can also go the extra mile if you support the show by going to my YouTube channel, Joe Raptor, and becoming a member for $2 per month. You actually get the video version on Saturday as well with the exclusive post show that we do here every uh, first day on Twitch when we live record it. And I want to thank um, Mark, Wobble West, Nicholas, Joshua, Albin, and Oliver for becoming a $2 per month member. Um, some people also joined because of the Watch Dogs interview I put up. I did an interview with the live content director on the game. So a lot of a, a lot about the post-launch stuff for Watch Dogs. That is up for members. And I also will have a new Valhalla interview up. I think as well, like by the time you watch the, uh, listen to this, maybe on Saturday it's already up. I will just put it live on here today on Thursday. So that will be the second exclusive Valhalla interview from recently, like pretty recently with more likely coming before the launch of the game you can also support uh, the show for five dollars per month and then you get early access uh and daniel Stephen, and austin actually became that so i want to thank those guys it really helps the podcast um but if you cannot support the show financially again doesn't matter it's already awesome that you join here in the chat on twitch or that you listen every week live or um not live whatever you are doing um, you can leave a review, though. That would also, like, be really cool. We got two or likely a few new reviews. We picked two. Jordan, do you want to take it away? Let's do it. Um, so we got the first one, who's from Torrential Rains. Um, 
pre-order? Hey, Jordan. <laughs> there, there's now this thing where they're they're trying to trick us. You see, yeah, yeah, yeah. these reviews. Hey, Jordan, not you. The other one. No, the other other one. I'm excited to play as Melevor using two-handed weapons. I'm gonna play as Melevor because female Avor's voice sounds like nails riding on a chair. Ah, I'm gonna wow. have to... Don't agree. <laughs> I'm gonna... I don't have to. I, I don't I disagree, torrential rains, but it's okay. I have one quick question. Snuck a question in there. Would it be worth it to pre-order now to play on launch day, even though we know nothing about the pre-order mission? Thank you. Keep up the great work. Uh, my suggestion, as always, with uh, pre-orders is if you really love the game and you're actually getting to a point where you can't wait to play it, then you're I listening a podcast about it. <laughs> Yeah, if you're thinking, like, if you find yourself daydreaming about the game at work or things like that, or you're just consuming all the possible content you can squeeze out, then sure. But if you're if you're not sure about the game, there's going to be sales in the future, six months, whatever, down the line. And if there's other games that you want to play, then that's perfectly fine, too. Yeah, but then you miss Viking Sargon's weekly selection, though. So that's you're missing out, though, I think. And and, yeah, and maybe that, that prediction that is, is still right that they will launch the Ezio outfit outfit Ubisoft Club. Um, Am I wrong though that most pre-order gifts eventually like find themselves in the hands of? Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. No? Yeah, I am always like with the pre-order thing because with especially with digital games now, you could pre-order the game one minute before it goes live. It would be nicer to do it like one day because then you can like preload the game. We actually got information about the file size yeah. in a second. Um, but like, there's no reason to pre-order the game right now. I I really feel that pre-ordering games is kind of like placing a bet in a casino where you're like. I think this game will be worth my money and I'm already putting it down, but what are you gaining? Like the Way of the Berserker mission, pretty nice. But again, if you pre-order one day before when there are likely some reviews already out, um, then you are like, then you really know for sure. On the other hand, I've said it multiple times, if you played Origins and Odyssey and did the post-launch, you will likely be buying this game anyways. You will likely be playing it anyways. I already was lucky enough, of course, to play it during the Ubisoft Ford uh, event. Um, and, yeah, I, I really think that if you like those games, you will enjoy this too, if you like the Viking setting. Again, there's no reason to already spend your money because nothing will get you... Like, It won't get you more than if you wait one day before the release. But, um, yeah, and, and like Jordan said, like the Way of the Berserker mission, like if you cannot... If you don't buy the game at launch, but a week later, I'm sure that at one point, every other mission, I think, that was like a season pass, or maybe not a season pass exclusive, but a pre-order bonus, came to the Ubisoft Club page, like, at one point. So, um, mm -hmm. and it will likely be a 20-minute mission, and then you're like, okay, was that it? And, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if there was, like, a, I don't know, a cool outfit or something, or, like, uh some sort of gear that'd be kind of fun let's move on to i think the second review here ac fans unite whoa dr s rogers is that a soccer a team in the house everyone we need a doctor in here raise your hand uh -huh. i love listening to this podcast every saturday the best part is that it gets me even more pumped for ac valhalla which i feel will help me enjoy the game even more please keep putting out the podcast and YouTube content as they're both very well done. I look forward to playing alongside this whole AC community. Skull. 
Thanks, Doctor. Nice. S. Rogers. Yeah, thanks for the review. Is that Mr. Rogers? Like the Mr. Rogers? Mm. Hmm. He could be. Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, awesome. Yeah, um, we, we will totally be putting it out every Saturday as we near the launch and beyond. And then go over all the news. And we actually got some news. I really think, Jordan... Um, mm-hmm. let, let, let's, um, let's put it out there first. Next week, we will still be there on Saturday, but we will be recording one day later for, uh, reasons you will find out soon enough. Um, so yeah, that, that let, let's get that out of the way. We will likely repeat it at the end. I also want to say one more thing because I actually made a second YouTube channel, nothing too big yet, but... <laughs> I had like a ton of B-roll. I played. I'm of course lucky enough to get invited to all these events, and I was like, "Why? Uh, it, it just sits here on a computer. So why not put it on a second channel where people can just watch raw gameplay that I recorded? So that's what I now did. The first video is up, and likely there will be way more up if you're listening on Saturday. Raptorroll.com is the, uh, the the YouTube channel is called Raptor Roll. From Jaw Raptor B-roll kind of thing. Um, and RaptorRoll.com will get you there. We need 1,000 subscribers to get to like a certain YouTube threshold. And you need like 4,000 minutes watched as well to get like to um, to be able to monetize the, the channel. Which of course will help a lot. So if you could go there, check the videos out, subscribe. That would be really awesome. Um, maybe in the, put it in the chat as well for people raptorroll.com is the maybe one month raptor roll raptor roll yeah it's pretty catchy if i say so myself was actually funny some r roll was actually funny because joyce uh, i asked joyce to like do a uh come up with a name as well and she said jaw raptor roll so we both had the same ideas uh yeah (laughs) thanks yeah thanks Ben for putting it in the chat that is right already at 13 subs so thanks a lot everyone um okay now let's get into the show we actually got the new trailer last week they finally released a new trailer I will actually put it up for people watching the video version or are on Twitch um Jordan we did not hear your take you were of course not there yet uh, last week so I'm really curious what did you think did you had internet there were you watching it um i did have internet and i did watch it um but all in the forest though you can only watch 480p but like uh (laughs) i actually really liked it i liked that we kind of got a a touch of like the characters or the story um those things as much as like i like the combat and those things in the games like the getting like having a really solid story i think will definitely make the game that much better and so introducing those characters and learning that we get it like don't we have a prediction about ragnar sons um i think i have one where one of them's recruitable so they're yeah. definitely in the game we just don't know uh if they're just storyline characters and we never get to recruit them or what but um mm-hmm. uh, yeah i liked yeah just all of it i'm looking forward to seeing all these different characters and like how they interact together and what their end game is because it 
I, I'm reflecting back on like your predictions here. We have like uh, Joyce's prediction of Ron V, the the wife of Sigurd, um, has to die as a choice or a motivation to get Sigurd, and like you uh wanted Sigurd yeah. to be like one of the final bosses. So there's definitely gonna be some intrigue involved. But th that was already teased. Especially with the fact Yeah, and like especially with the fact that like the hidden one it, what I found most interesting was that the hidden ones didn't seem to be all excited about Avor getting the hidden blade. So um that's was kind of a surprise to me was that mm -hmm. like they're kind of cautious at first. But I'm gonna guess that that's gonna quickly wane because like Avor is the main protagonist and they're gonna want her or his help eventually. Yeah, I, I, what I really liked is that they didn't once like sure they they you still get like in touch with them very early, but they did not seem like the the good guys immediately. So it was still like kind of yeah. that there was way more mystery uh, surrounding it, and that that's what I really liked. Yeah. Uh, and also regarding the Ragnar sons, like in the trailer, we actually hear um, someone like talk about these different factions, and then Avor's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna if they stand in my way or something, like I'm gonna take them out." So I'm sure there will be some fights against those bosses as well, and maybe depending on choices, that would be uh, would that's be very what I'm. Cool. The biggest takeaway is like with the alliance system and the settlement stuff, which we're still waiting on some more details about, is like this whole idea of like picking and choosing who you're alliancing with. So there, I, I feel like there is going to be this kind of like this telltale games feel to the storyline where uh, you're going to have to like pick and choose who's on your side towards the end of the game for whatever the like end game situation is for the story so mm -hmm. i feel like that's going to be super interesting to see who picks what or like how different people's games will be at the end and like how uh interesting or fun that how the family is. table at the end will look that's what we're all curious yeah. about right <laughs> the feast in this case what what is the yeah. what's the final feast gonna look like yeah um <laughs> Maybe that should be our predictions. Who oh, do yeah. Who think the, will be at the final feast? Or let, let's predict <laughs> the, the final feast for for each other. So I think he's going to die in your game. and That would be <laughs> that would actually be pretty fun. Okay, let's go over some yeah. other news. Um, I already touched on it, like the, the, the file size. So over on the Xbox website, they actually uh, put up the appropriate or like the approximated uh, file size for the game. 50 gigs. So that's for Xbox. Um, I'm not sure if it's like for Xbox Series X as well or just like in general because we already know that the Series S will not use the 4K files just like the regular Xbox One. So the file size will likely be bigger on consoles that have 4K. But I thought that was like not bad. We actually heard, I'm not sure if you heard about this, but the next gen um, hard drives are going to be like full in no time because even if the series x has one terabyte you only have 800 gigs for four games um because the os is like pretty uh beefy as well and on the series s you only have 500 gigs so and that is like without the os so it's gonna be um but likely we will have like multiple 10 gig updates so uh i think in the end we will be looking at 100 gigs for valhalla for sure um, I was reached yeah, like out. TLT. 
I was reached out, uh, Jordan, by um, Red Dead Vibes. So this was pretty interesting on Instagram. And he said, hey, I follow this, this cosplayer. And he's um, at the behind the scenes for a um, live action trailer for Valhalla. Um, let me see if I can put up the, um, the, the footage that I got. But overall... Um, this seems to be like going to happen. Uh, we, of course, do you remember the Odyssey uh, post-launch sort of or the live-action trailers? Uh, briefly. I mean, I, I didn't really. They weren't like spread around too crazily. No, it was like before launch. We had one like uh, a huge battle. Okay, yeah. Between Odyssey, like uh, with, with like I think in Athens and and like buildings were exploding and. Uh, and then at one point, like, um, Alexios was, like, fighting a, fighting a guy. Um, and then we also had one where it was, like, choose your own adventure, where we had, like, one uh, Alexios again do, do um, showcase, like, different scenarios that, that you could encounter in the game. What I'm going to do, I actually will be having a video up by Saturday, if you listen to this on Saturday. If you haven't watched it yet, there you will see the live action footage. Uh, and for people watching on Twitch... Check out that video that will be up li later on Thursday. Um, because we saw Mill Eivor. And overall it looks uh, yeah looked like a, a live action trailer. In like a small uh, decor. Um, looked pretty cool. Uh, curious how that will shake out. And it should release before launch. Um, an update on... The, I want to like get some qu quick stuff out of the way. We got an update on the Watch Dogs Legion save files. That's like an ongoing topic. Will we be able to use our PS4 save file for Valhalla in the PS5 version? We have many third-party games actually saying that it will not be the case. We had Maneater, Dirt 5, and uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon. But now Watch Dogs Legion is saying that like from multiple sources now... Um, I think one producer in multiple interviews said that it will indeed be possible to start on PS4 for Watch Dogs Legion, take over, take that save file, go to uh, the PS5 version. On Xbox, this is of course all, um, like, they already took care of that. For Valhalla, it's still unsure, but would be weird if one big Ubisoft game has it and the other doesn't. But, like, don't yeah, expect it just yet. Yeah. I'd obviously wait for confirmation, but yeah, you're right. Like, uh, Ubisoft kind of has similar standards for their games, so I'm hoping that, um, that that that's really shocking to me that like a lot of these games don't like transfer save files. I feel like that's gonna be kind of sucky for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure, and especially for big games like this, like in the in Europe, the PS uh, the game comes out November tenth, and then the PS five on November nineteenth. Will you then really wait nine full days before you start playing? I, I could not do that. I could not do that. But I will be playing on Xbox mostly for this reason. Do you want to talk about the lore guide episodes? You put that in the doc here. Yeah, so um, for those of you who are interested in the lore, either because you like Assassin's Creed lore already, or if you're Hello, a new fan I'm... of Assassin's Creed and you want to kind of get McDevitt, like a crash director. course in the history of the lore, uh, they are Axis the Animus. Uh, if you're not familiar with them, they're very lore-centric content. Um, they are doing a uh, episode 
uh, short little episodes voiced by the creative director Darby McDivitt, who's not going a narrative to director. Discuss all the different um, the narrative director. Yeah, right? yeah, sorry. Um, and uh, they, yeah, they're gonna go over all the different parts of the hidden. Who are the hidden ones? Who are the Templars? Things like that. So, if that's interesting to you, go check that out. Maybe we'll uh, share some streams. But just look up. They're called the Lore Guides, uh, Access the Animus, and Darby McDivitt. If you uh, search that on uh, Twitter, Google, I'm sure it'll pop up. Yeah, yeah. You. So I think they were going to do multiple episodes, and now they did one on uh, on the Assassins, basically, and then uh, they will have likely another one up on the Templars to kind of give mm -hmm. you get you up to speed on the lore because Valhalla will likely include some, um, yeah nods of course to that but also it will likely reveal new things and maybe even continue the story in interesting ways so um yeah cool that they they do that for sure because yeah we're, we're like the, the it all started like almost 10 years ago even even longer so it's great to uh, mm -hmm. get people back up to speed or if you're just joining the franchise of course as well um we also got some um, another thing that X the Animus actually reported on. I wasn't even aware of this, but there was a development conference from the looks of it, like an online development conference, Mega Mix in Canada, where the producer Julianne actually discussed a ton of different things about the development of the game. And um, yeah, you you put out like a, a, a I actually got the the full. This was also, I also go a little more in depth, in depth on it in that first day video. Because there are some interesting new tidbits here and there. And actually, our first look at the three major cities in the game. What what did you think of them, uh, Jordan? I mean, they're pretty standard. It was, uh, we've got York, London, and then Winchester, I believe. Yes. Uh, are like the main ones. And... Uh, as is with all um, Assassin's Creed or Winchester, London, and New York. Yeah, there you go. Um, they honestly, I love the different styles of the cities. Like if you just look it's for the for our audio listeners, look at uh, look up uh, the Winchester, London, York pictures. York has a very snowy kind of nordic because it was controlled by danes at the time period so it's got a very yeah very Danish cool. looking look london was like a actually a roman town uh that was created so it's got a lot of roman like ruins and it's kind of swampier a little bit more foggy while winchester uh is a little bit more modern and updated has more castly kind of your typical uh, medieval looking type of stuff so in terms of like a difference between odyssey and origins like we didn't really have the like all the big cities in odyssey kind of all felt very similar like they had different layouts and they were memorable because of their layouts or because of like their big monuments and things but mm -hmm. they all had the same like architecture and stuff so um I, I, from a visual standpoint because we don't know what else is going on in those cities uh, I I feel like just the entire vibes feel so different that like I'm kind of excited for, um, I feel like that's gonna be kind of like the three different themes. Like you're gonna there's gonna be Danish areas, there's gonna be Roman ruin type areas, and then like this blooming new kind of like fresh English castle areas, and uh, they're gonna be a lot of fun to like 
discover and look at. Yeah, for sure. And and also cool, like, uh, we of course know Norway will be full of snow, but yeah, there seem to be big parts of England actually as well. And actually where uh, Jorvik is, uh, uh, yeah, like you said, had some snowy environment, which is cool. We also mm-hmm. had this new screenshot of um, Vimor Eivor. Is, is this in one of those cities or, like, is this in... I'm getting syndicate vibes when I look at this. Uh yeah but is it london that yeah so what we're looking at is like uh avor kind of perched uh looking over kind of like a roman ruinous like uh river village i'm pretty sure that this is london just from all the different things that i've seen uh, it definitely seems like london is more of like uh built into the roman ruins type city Mm -hmm. versus uh uh, like we mentioned, Winchester is like a Saxon-built city. This is more of a Roman city that happens to have Saxons in it, um, which is kind of what we're seeing here, um, which will be super cool. I think for all of our parkour-type fans out there for Assassin's Creed, uh, seeing a lot of those Roman pillars and towers are going to be – there's going to be plenty of uh, parkour opportunities, I think, in oh, the yeah. cities too. For sure. Um, someone said, I see someone in the chat, like, um, if the, uh, there will still be Norway. It's just that we first thought like Norway was snowy, uh, like the only place where kind of the snow was, but then I think we saw in recent trailers, like the England snow as well. Uh, still yeah, curious like about Norway. Yeah. Yeah. Northumbria, which is like the Northern part of the map seems to kind of reflect, um, a lot of Norway vibes, mainly because the Danes took over that area primarily, but also because it's more. They brought the snow with them. Region. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the snow. Exactly. Um, we also got some other interesting info. For example, like like just some some nice facts. Um, Julian is talking about the animal species that we will have forty five uh, animal species in the game and twenty fish. So it seems like the fishing system will actually be pretty big. Um, we know, of course, that with fishing, and I also said this in the video, that you can, like, get it for food. So, of course, in Valhalla, you, if you take damage, you have to, like, use, like, do a specific action to get health back. It's kind of like second wins, only it's not, like, based on your adrenaline, but based on food you collect. So, you can collect that by fishing as well. And animal species, like, 45 seems like quite a lot, way more than the previous games. In my, I wonder if they're like counting. Yeah, like, I'm sure. Like, like a white wolf and a brown wolf and a black wolf oh, are yeah. three different, but species should mean distinct species, though. So hopefully, you need bear, you need cow, you need corn. I, yeah. I mean, I guess technically, unis are separate species. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But that must be included. 45 otherwise seems way too much. Um, we also, and I want to talk to you about uh, about this. So they, uh, Julian also touched on encounters that we can expect in the world by showing a new mm-hmm. screenshot of Eivor fighting one of the daughters of Lyrian. Um, and then like actually talking about sort of encounters, uh, world events, uh, military patrols, bandit ambushes, and a dranger. Um and looking at those you really think okay they're talking about 
some random things you can encounter in the world. Still nothing mm -hmm. too exciting in my opinion. Kinda in Odyssey, this was also the case in Origins as well. I really hope they go look at Red Dead at one point and take the time to implant sort of random encounters that you see there where there's like a, uh, a person asking for help and then you can like... Sure, they have the mysteries now, so we're getting in that direction where with the mysteries, of course, you also it's like the uh, sort of mini quest, but they are still kind of really set in stone. While it it it, it real it really feels like put there, while in Red Dead it kind of felt more random. But now we also see in the uh, encounter here, um, zealot warriors, right? If I pronounce it right, zealot. Yeah, yeah, zealot. Okay, so. We haven't heard about those at all. Um, and yeah, they, they're they mentioned here like they're like really part of these world events, these patrols. So what do you think that those could be? I mean, the we only all want thing it, Jordan. we can like, yeah, we the only thing we can really base off like what these different. So like a zealot is if. I, hopefully everyone kind of understands a zealot is someone who's very religiously passionate. So it sounds like they're going to be probably defenders of the Catholic religion. Um, so, and since Danes are pagans, uh, they're probably not going to be a big fan of any Danes out there. So it could be a type of scenario where they're pretty <laughs> offensive to like Danes. So you're just walking around and they're like, Hey, you Viking, get over here. Let me attack you. So, yeah, um, could, could be, be some, it. And, and, and in, in to kind of look at past systems, like it could, they could be like the mercenaries. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was like, my immediate take, like, um, military patrols, bandit ambushers, like, mm -hmm. um, they, they sound a little, little tougher in a way, um, because they're mm -hmm. like really warriors. Um, and it, it, we we see so many systems being reintroduced if i like if i put it nicely in the next game from origins of course they already had the filaki bosses there were just 10 running around uh for different levels in in different uh, and they all had their different sort of area that they were patrolling uh and then in odyssey they of course took it to the next level with really like the mercenary system i do think we can kind of like we haven't seen a mercenary system for like as in uh, in uh, Odyssey, and we also know that you cannot really like cause mayhem in the city, and then get like a bounty and have all these mercenaries coming after you. So I would not be surprised if we're actually looking with the sealed warriors or sell it um, at like a filaki uh, style system where they're like yeah. these very powerful warriors roaming around and then when you're just about to do like a puzzle or trying to get into a certain uh area that they're like hunting you or something or that they will then spot you i would actually love they, that if they they come back because i miss them yeah i part of me thinks like maybe they're recruitable but the very the nature of the language zealot tells me that like they're driven by yeah the catholic religion so like and there's a lot of like focus on raiding monasteries for resources uh in a lot of the news coming out so like maybe they're like yeah they're they're they defend particular monasteries or they're yeah they're just these extra boss characters 
uh, around the map that you have to uh, we could not are non-negotiable people that you have to fight we could not recruit um like cultists right in odyssey there was one in the storyline wasn't there yeah okay but like uh, by just paralyzing them no you actually have to confirm their kill right just like yeah yeah, yeah. so i wouldn't be surprised if that was the same here then like something like that that you have mm -hmm. to we actually know that the confirmed to kill is already like back with uh oh the dranger are aren't those the um the bosses from the um like the from uh, ragnar's army if i remember correctly um i think so the, my guess is those are like the pagan zealot warriors so oh yeah it seems like there is like um warriors for either side so it definitely feels like they're setting up this pagan versus christianity um, yeah makes sense in the game which i think definitely ties into the whole templar or like the hidden ones mm -hmm. in the uh, order of ancients uh, stuff but i'm anticipating yeah that there's these kind of like strong mercenary type um warriors out in the world and if you happen to be a viking which you are in this game <laughs> zealots may not be a big fan of you yeah uh, uh, i really hope it's too many monasteries i really hope it's something like the filaki bosses like it would it the world would kind of feel empty if they weren't really there in my opinion so uh mm -hmm. ha happy that at least there seems to be more than that that's o that's overall with this game like we still have seen more than most other games with just one play session because they really just let everyone record six hours or something or maybe a little less, but still. Um, but yeah, there are still like many secrets, it seems, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. um, we did learn like, especially about the settlement, we still haven't seen the settlement in action, which is pretty insane, like one month away almost from launch. But we do now know where it is located. And um, mm -hmm. I'm gonna show you it right here. Exianimus actually spotted that as well in the the Julian presentation. So it is in um, Leicestershire. Let yeah, yeah, right. Leicestershire. Leicestershire is uh, actually like a region, and there's a city of Leicestershire, but it's in the Kingdom of Mercia. So it looks yeah. like. Um, for our audio listeners, if you kind of look up like a ninth century map of England, there's the Kingdom of Mercia. Which Maybe you have it lying middle. around somewhere. Yeah, just pull it out, dust it off from your closet, um, and just open it up and go straight to Leicestershire. Uh, it's centrally located, which kind of makes sense to me. Like, I definitely think this is the location because um, I think the way they made the whole you leave your settlement, go out and flower petal stuff, like, I feel like having a centrally located settlement in the map makes a lot of sense so yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and also yeah, i um i looked up the power level and that region is power level 20 so it also makes sense that it's like early yeah that we go there early in the game put our settlement there mm -hmm. um so yeah i think we you you also uh put out put up like the uh sort of gameplay loop they talked about uh i can like find that yeah, I in mean, the we as well yeah we kind of already know this but they have like they're they're creating raid loops so they definitely seems like there's repeatable content in these raids um so you go to your settlement you recruit a crew or you bring your crew with you and then you get on your drakkar which is like your 
Viking long ship. And then you, you anywhere along there. So there's tons of river highways, and so you're able to any content close to the water, your crew will get out with you. So there's there's gonna be a lots of things to do along rivers. So I think we're gonna find ourselves incentivized. I know you mentioned in your demo playthrough um of while back that like you still felt the need to like ride your your horse a little bit uh, yeah a I'm, lot actually. i'm hoping that around like game launch that this system is takes a lot more precedent in the sense that you're incentivized to use your ship way more often uh than your uh boat because i or then like riding your horse mm -hmm. then it seems like monasteries are kind of like these uh big loot centers that you raid and you get a ton of cargo you take the cargo back to your settlement upgrade yeah it, yeah, it, it's uh, like really how you want to approach it and that's what i like about these raids as well if you want to go in stealthy what i also did like during that ubisoft Ford video uh like play session that i made a video about you can take out mm -hmm. all these enemies in these monasteries alone but there are way more enemies because they are made for going in with your uh with your army in a way um but like going going with your ship to these locations it's actually um way smarter if you likely want to raid them as soon as possible or as quick as possible because then you will um like immediately get off your ship all at the same time and it will constantly be like followed by all your uh jumps vikings and be surrounded by them so you have way more of a battle going on and it's obviously way easier to kill enemies when they are like getting when their attention is being like um or when like other your jumps vikings are fighting them so i, I think that that it's really like how you want to approach the raid and for me i never really felt and I, I liked going in stealthy more and then call sounding the horn to have all my jumps vikings join but if you just want to like get on your ship and then immediately approach that that seems like a a valid way to do it as well and then yeah take the cargo to your settlement and then um yeah you can like look for another point of I interest i definitely am getting like the, when i see this i'm getting more excited like the idea of just being on your ship and like being able to traverse the whole map like through these rivers and just hop off loot a bunch of stuff hop back on and just keep like sailing around sounds mm. kind of fun to yeah honest. for sure for sure and it seems like we, we still have that war remember one of the earlier news we got like a war chief or something at the settlement who is like mm -hmm. saying where you, you could raid i still think there will be like a huge connection with the post-launch um we already mm -hmm. talked a little bit about this before the episode but i really think there will be instead of like the daily and weekly missions the daily raid objective so and or your your or like the weekly raid objective. So maybe places you've already raided will suddenly get like occupied again, and then you get, can go back. Or that everyone has like a that that they because maybe they because like people can of course play online, and maybe they put like a specific encounter in that raid for that week only. Like they can do so many awesome things. I really can't wait for that post-launch trailer. I wanna. Actually, that's a, a nice bridge, unintentional. But I want to show you this <laughs> as well. I'm not sure if you looked at this. So this is like the Valhalla production planning. Um, from concepting to pre-production to production to operations. 
and that seems to be and that, and above that they got like the um the alpha beta gold post launch um and right now they must be at gold at some hitting that at some point because the game is of course coming out in november 10th and you have to like manufacture the discs at some point and then the game has to be quote-unquote gold although of course they will still like make sure a ton of bugs are fixed for the day one patch but i'm looking at the sort of green arrows here so we got like a relatively small one for concepting and uh, like similar length one for pre-production then production is like three times the size of pre-production um before mm -hmm. that and then we got operation and that looks like one third of production in a way uh and operations they note like updates post launch so what if this is actually like a repre representative like time window of the development that would be like three years so then concepting would be like um maybe seven months pre-production that as well and then they got like a year and a half production and then we're looking at a year of post-launch or maybe shorter or am i like looking way too much into this i feel like you might be looking into it just a little i i think it's a relative like obviously a designer made this particular outline but i definitely think that ubisoft like condenses their production cycle much closer than a lot of game developers do so i mean your whole prediction about there not being too much post-launch in another assassin's creed game coming out next year as much as i don't believe that i it, it wouldn't surprise me with the pace at which they try to produce these video games um i'm hoping that's not the case mainly me because too. i do want to see like a, a an elongated post-launch content especially um if this game turns out that everyone just like loves it and consumes it and we want more like i want them to be prepared to like give us more of this game yeah you know? me too um and I, so I, yeah i hope that as well again i think the post-launch trailer will be super exciting but also knowing when it stops like wh when is the content cut off for Watch Dogs, mm -hmm. uh, they did not show it in the trailer, but I actually got to interview the live content director, as I already said. And he told me it was like till the end of next summer. So that would be like September or something. And if mm -hmm. Valhalla has that as well, that would be similar to Odyssey. So then I don't think we're, we're, we're like seeing a new game. But um, I don't know. This this might be like, because I've, I, I should have just said it one time and then but now i gotta 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 <laughs> stick with it we we now yeah you i'm gonna hold you to it now yeah i know you should <laughs> I, I told you don't bring it up again no but uh <laughs> yeah we will uh we will wait and see i still but imagine if you're right you'll, that you'll would be insane but in. yeah <laughs> that would be insane but we don't know um okay well i think we got and actually what, quickly though what when did the post-launch trailer come out for odyssey approximately like a few weeks oh yeah i i looked this up as well and that's also in the in the <laughs> in that video um it was let me get a quick look it was um 13 september 13th 2018 for odyssey and the game came out october 5th 
okay. and for Origins, it was October 10th, 2017, and the game came out um, October 27th. So it's like 17 days and um, like 22 days. So we should be in that time window After. any day now. Uh, before or the game. Like before. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's like a three-week window. So I think we're getting close. With all the COVID stuff, I would anticipate maybe like a a week earlier than the launch, potentially. It should but, be any day, but like it wouldn't surprise me if it was a week or two. But before. Ubisoft is in this weird position because we, as a screen has been so quiet. And that is also, I think, because they have watchdogs that they want to sell. So I also think that launching any big trailers in the week that watchdogs comes out or... You want to like focus on that game as well. So, um, actually, like having it before watch, yeah, it's it's a difficult situation. But I think it like they they have like the lo the live action trailer. They have the launch trailer. They have so many marketing sort of trailers still going um, that I'm sure something like the post launch trailer would be a little earlier then because um, that also brings a ton of information that uh mm -hmm. yeah you might want to share and you want to sell have people buy the gold edition so the season pass so you kind of got to sell them on the expansions that you're i mean looking at the watchdogs uh, post launch that is huge like i'm so interested to see what they will come up with for this game obviously watchdogs has multiplayer but uh odyssey mm -hmm. was already pretty big compared to origin so i think this will be another significant leap okay let's go to the predictions because of course at the end of every valhalla cast assassin's cast we uh make predictions that we think will be in the game when it comes out um Is yeah my prediction copying yours from last week no because it is i feel different my prediction because i noticed you need a little bit more time to think about <laughs> yours is Sigurd, so your adopted brother, Eivor, is part of the Order of Ancients and somehow affiliated with creating the Templars. Because I'm that might be another... I may have already did that prediction, but my feeling is that because of how centrally located Catholicism is in this game, that like we're going to see at least the precursor creation of the Templars. Um, and so I think Sigurd is going to be part of that order of ancients. He's going to be the bad guy at the end. But he met with the hidden ones in Constantinople. He brought them to and then Maybe he gave they're also part of the order of ancients. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone. Everything at the end turns out to be a lie. For uh... Exactly. Everything's reversed. Whoa. The hidden blade was never Jesse. really hidden. <laughs> Actually, the <laughs> hidden one. Okay. Mm, 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 mm. Damn, I'm kind of, I'm kind of blanking. What did I want to do? I can do a stupid one. <laughs> stupid. Yeah, I can do what one about? that people. Yeah, but I'm gonna Just do the. Do another uni prediction. Yeah, I was thinking about that as well, but I don't think that is like a good launch prediction. Having a uni bear in the game that doesn't make uh, doesn't make sense. 
Um, I'm gonna make a stupid prediction that I hope is not true. But I think the save files for Valhalla for PS4 will not carry over to PS5. That's what I think. And I hope it's not true. Again, I hope everyone listening to this, watching this, is able to um, to like uh, move it over. But them being so quiet about it, like this is news that you don't want like announce because it's bad news. So with Watch Dogs kind of saying it works, I still have hope. But like I also asked Ubisoft about this, they just did not know. Um, so. Maybe they weren't going to tell me, but if it was good news, then you would tell it, you would think, right? Yeah, and I feel like with your content that you create, like, you're the last person they probably would want to tell. <laughs> Whoa, now we're getting really... <laughs> uh... Like, maybe we shouldn't tell Raptor that the save files don't transfer. There's going to be a video about it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's bad news. <laughs> No, but it's weird. People are going want to pre-order. Like I still, we know the game is of course a free uh, upgrade, which is nice, and that's already like a significant mm -hmm. difference. Thanks to uh, with Black Flag, you had to buy like spend ten dollars. Um, oh, it would be so weird if Watch Dogs nailed it and Valhalla didn't. Um, for some reason, that'd I'm still not. That'd be a weird sign. Yeah, like, that'd be a weird omen. About yeah, the game. I agree. <laughs> but I also still don't believe the Watchdog story. Like, every other freaking developer has come out and said that it doesn't work. And what Watchdog so far is a Twitter post from a social media manager who obviously knows stuff, but... And, and, a, and a guy, a producer. Um, if it who, wasn't yeah. right, though, they would address it really quickly. I you would like think so, like, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. That was a lie. I just want to, like, have a FAQ from Ubisoft on their website. And then I'm like, I, mm -hmm. I trust this. Because no, now it's like... I'll give you... Go ahead. Oh, no, I, I was I was, uh, <laughs> I was already uh, done. Oh, it's okay. I was going to say is, like, the, the nice thing or the silver lining about maybe not transferring is you get those few days to play... And maybe you don't like the decisions <laughs> you made. You know, you get to try again Whoa, and, wow. make, and play the game a little better next time. Yeah. Though. Or maybe you're like, wait, Mill Avor just doesn't it, sound that good. Let's go female Avor. But Abor. you can switch, right? Yeah. You can switch. Yeah, but you can't replay the older missions with female Avor. Then. So mm -hmm. if you actually start all over. Um, yeah. But that that's actually interesting. People think that you are likely the most right. The prediction. Jordan, so um, damn right. I think it's pretty it, far fetched. I think there think will so? be some twist with Sigurd, but him being part of the Order of the Ancients. I mean, it's possible. It would be awesome, but I don't see. Yeah, maybe. But okay, we have to make one thing clear: Is he from the beginning part of it, or does he turn to them? Hmm. Because are you saying I have to pick one? Yeah, because I think it, turning, nah, I could see turning like as like a more like a more obvious direction, but maybe because you're now saying is part, so that feels like well, he has to. 
I guess he you you're not born into the order of angels. No, so no, no. Had sure. to have turned to them at some point are you saying i need to choose if he turned to the order of ancients before the game starts or during the game yeah because i think during the game actually makes it a pretty easy or not an easier bet um but i'm gonna guess then that he was order the ancients before he met the like, other ones or is that maybe, like like he, maybe he went and like found the hidden ones and like was already I'm I'm gonna just guess like before like the whole time like not necessarily from like there could be like a childhood reflection back when like you see Sigurd and like you're all hunting in Norway as children or something I'm not talking about that I'm saying like adult Sigurd like the first cutscene with that like at that moment he's already conspiring whoa okay that that's actually that's actually a bold bold prediction then it is. I'm willing to take a hit or a miss on this. Yeah. Maybe we both get a point. Sigurd will be one of the final bosses <laughs> in the game. Lost three, that's what I said. Okay. Yeah, there's a chance we could uh, both get a point there. Okay, so next week we won't be live recording on Thursday. There's a uh, the Cyberpunk live stream next week, actually, that, they, that they just announced. And kind of like at the same time. So we decide to move it to Friday um and uh we will talk about the time i think it will likely be the same time then or do you want it i think that would be good for you i'm not sure like friday yeah yeah okay so people on the raptor level you will get early access one day instead of the normal two days but yeah would be really nice if you support us of course there hit the join button next to subscribe button on the your raptor channel i actually want to thank people who uh became a subscriber on twitch as well that's, of course, also another way to support the podcast and the channel in general. So I want to thank, while it's loading, Kill, Kill Raynor. Sub to the new channel. Watch all the videos. Your and team keep up the continued excellent work. Wow, that's very, very kind. And Joshua Guy. Love the channel. The next few months are going to be great for gamers. That's uh, that's totally correct. And um, Joshua actually resubscribed for three months. And uh, kill uh, kill Raynor actually for five months. So thanks a lot for the support there. Really, really helps, of course. If you uh, yeah don't want to um, or cannot support financially, no big deal. Leave a review or share send in your questions to assassinscast.com. I really like questions are we, we kind of had them, but I feel that the next couple of weeks will be super busy. So I think we're what we have to do. What we kind of tried last week, Jordan is look at the questions. If you can, like, if you're listening and, like, see Assassin's Creed news or maybe I touched on it in a video, write in about that news because then we might have, like, uh, then we can, like, insert your take in the discussion. I think that would actually be a cool way to mm -hmm. still interact more with uh, everyone listening and watching because I want to do more of that, but, yeah, we're kind of running late all the time. Um, yeah, Jordan, where can people find you before we head into the... Show. It's Jordan does on all your favorite areas and then join our amazing Discord community filled with awesome people. AC-builds.com slash Discord or builds.ac slash Discord. Uh, come join. Have a good time. Yes. Play video and, games. Um, maybe this month will be the month that, that you go to It's Jordan Does YouTube. What? New upload? Mm -hmm. What? 
And then you're refreshing. What? This can be this can be right. Refreshing. I, it's really there. I mean, hey, what's up guys? Jordan I, here. How's it going, everybody? Oh yeah, how's it going? Damn. My, it's been so long, every, Jordan. I forgot. My premiere Adobe Premiere on my computer may or may not be open currently. We don't know. We don't know. We don't wow. know. Wow, what a tease. What a tease. We will find out <laughs> soon enough. Totally, next week will be a fun episode, so be sure to tune in for that. And uh, we will head into the post show now. So thanks, everyone, for the support, and uh, speak to you next time. Goodbye. See ya.